All right, welcome to the unapologetic Afro Latina podcast. <laughs> I am the Business Flower. And I'm Cataleya. Yay, and we are the co hosts who will be bringing you love, life, passion, fire, fire, and immigration. <laughs> Um, join us um, every weekday or every weekend. We don't know, but it's our first podcast, and we're glad for you guys to join us. So here we go. So in this podcast, we'll be talking about everything from religion, pol- politics, hot topics, social mm-hmm. media, all that jazz, and everything in between. Obviously, we're going to be cracking up. If you're not cracking up with us, well, then I don't know what to tell you. You're hot <laughs> on this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> That's gross. Uh, exactly. But um, we've known each other since elementary school. Mm-hmm. And she left me, y'all. I didn't. <laughs> she left me. I was destitute elementary school. <laughs> I thought I had a Latina friend, and then she left. And I was gone. And I was like, what is life? <laughs> so you better tell your half of the story, because I don't uh, remember. <laughs> So the way I remember it is we we moved to North Carolina, uh-huh. um, and then we were here for you know a good couple of years, um, and then my my parents took us to Randy's on Martin Luther King, uh-huh. and they sat us down and at the time they had those the benches where you can stand up and see the people make pizza. Yeah, yeah. So we used to stay. We sat there and they told us that we were moving back to Florida. Boom. Um, because my grandfather was sick. Ooh, take back my boob. <laughs> <laughs> so we moved back to Florida. We were there for five years, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and then once my grandfather passed, they kind of were like, "Well, there's really nothing else for us to do here." But then you came back, and within those five years, you met me back in high school. And this is where the sad part is. I forgot about her, and right. she had to remind me. I knew the name, and she was. I don't know familiar <laughs> and, and then she was like from elementary school she had to use like some tantric i think it was voodoo <laughs> and then she was like some santeria yeah. <laughs> so then I, fi- I i finally got my memory back like i have an amnesia for like years and uh, i remember who she was and ever since then we've been friends well we've been we've been friends for all these years but we've been living our own lives yeah always coming together like three times a year <laughs> right and like but always acting like it's been a week since yeah, we've seen each other exactly we went to prom together yeah. which is one of the awkwardest things we ever had to encounter it was with one of like the guys I was like dancing with and he thought he was humping me <laughs> I wanted to say the F word but I was just like let me start this podcast in a non way let me not offend anybody or or the guy that would follow me everywhere i go oh yeah or the gay guy that thought he still owes me 50 dollars to this day like i paid for his meal and those fake little like uh masks that we wore that yeah. nobody else wore because who told us that it was a masquerade the ball? gay guy i don't want to <laughs> say his name because people might know him because we live in north carolina right um, and so we bought masquerade balls and then we bought mas- masks for the masquerade ball, uh-huh. went over there and then they told us, mm, you don't have it. <laughs> and not even that, it's like, when we get there, we're the only ones. And I'm like, I was already an outcast in life. Right. So, 
to go in there and be an outcast be in like all my peers where I was supposed to have my little you know high school you know moment where they see me in a dress they're like oh so oh. so she was right she was why would we ever her friend yeah Mm-mm. no I just destituted myself <laughs> into like the oblivion of high school yep but it, regardless of that I had fun Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, we met again in college. We did. And that was really, like, fun. Um, then you hooked up with one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, remember, I was waiting for you. Yeah. And I saw you across the street, and I was like, I know that dude. But I could never pinpoint who it was. Yeah. Um, until he came. Until he came back. Yeah. And like until you guys came closer and I was like, oh, yeah. And at first, you know, you guys never really thought of each other as like anything. You're just like, ah, yeah. Yeah. This dude. Yeah. And then fast forward a couple months. We. (laughs) Sips tea. Right. Um, and then what we started we started dating yeah after that car accident that I kind of almost killed him but that was the scariest moment exactly but it was all your fault what you waved at me while I was trying to make that turn and I didn't look with my dumb ass (laughs) right so who was driving the car me (laughs) and then you had that whole like we had that spiritual moment with that pastor he had to pray for us and he had a whole gown with his ass up <laughs> I think that was part of when you hit your head, girl. Yes. No, I did, I never hit myself. I was actually okay. He's the one without the seatbelt. Hurt uh-huh. himself. Hit himself with the glass. Yeah. Did he cracked the glass. With his he head? Cracked, you know, with his hand and his head. But thank God he's alive now, and he he's the father of your children. Yes. And he's such an amazing father, mm-hmm. and he's such a good friend. Yeah. And business mind model. Right. We're only gassing him up because of the podcast. We talk so much <laughs> crap about him in real life, y'all. Because he's helping us do this. <laughs> so, um, you guys got married. We did. We got married. We had three kids. Yeah. Seven, four, and one's about to turn two. Heck yeah. And yeah, and you've accomplished a lot in your life. Oh, have I? I mean, you <laughs> have. I mean, don't get me wrong. Accomplishments don't mean like college stuff and all that. It Wait. just be like what you've done so far. Like you have your own apartment that you can actually pay for as an adult. So that's an accomplishment in 2019. As an adulting, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. You have three kids that are not being taken by CPS. I mean, that's great. You have a great relationship that's not toxic. Yeah. It can be at times, but not to the point where you want to divorce the person and get back to them and then break up with them. It's like yeah. a, a relationship that's goals, you know? Yeah. I mean, no relationship is perfect. Of course. So. And then there's me, lonely. Stop. Barren without kids. Stop. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't want kids right now. But you have, you're good. You're going to nursing school. Yeah. You're going to, you know, you're getting your stuff together. Which is I bad. am getting myself together. And the main thing, like, going to school, I mean, it's great. And those are wonderful things. But the one thing I'm very proud of myself is I'm recognizing my toxic traits. Right. So I know I can be very harsh or I can be very withdrawn whenever mm-hmm. I'm going through issues, which is what I've done for like years. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I'm starting to cut off people in my life that, you know, I don't know, ignite that part of me. Right. Because I'm just like, why be with people who don't make me happy, don't make me smile, always got to feel like I have to impress them or have to do stuff for them, stuff like that. But um, I am very glad that I'm recognizing it Mm -hmm. and I'm growing as a person. Also, depression sucks. Yeah. And I think that the difference between you and me, I think around our age, Mm -hmm. um, that's when people start knowing, okay, this is not what I want. This is what I want in my life. Yes. The difference between you and me is because I had my first child so early, Mm -hmm. I matured a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then... You you didn't, so you were able to go through, you know, your high school, everything, mm-hmm. you know, the experience and all that stuff, and then now you're really like, okay, it's time to be, put on my big girl pants. And stop being a cop. Right, child. and get it together and, and do what we need to do. Yeah, which is really, it's hard whenever you have depression, so it makes it ten times worse, but it also makes you fight it more harder, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to really, like, you know, I'm not going to let it win. Yeah, I used to be in a really bad spot. Like, looking back at my middle school and high school life, like, it was, I was so toxic. And it wasn't, like, toxic, like, I was bullying other people. Mm -hmm. No, I was the one getting bullied. First off, let me clear that. Right. Two, I had survival toxic traits. So, I would do things to make sure that I was surviving everything. Even the most simplest thing, like, somebody tell me they don't like my shoes, I would cry. Mm. like come on like why would you cry because of that yeah so like the saying why are you crying over spilled milk right right that used to be me right now i i I mean i cry for release but i don't cry over every small thing i take criticism very well and i feel like if people just come to my face i was like well your work ethic is slowing down because of x y and z i'm like okay cool give me a reason give me examples to change it but right. if you're just going to come and criticize me <laughs> and then not tell me, like, how to fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is your point, sir? Right. Like, move on, Steve. Nobody's listening. <laughs> like, everybody's going to have a nickname. <laughs> move on, George. <laughs> and it's always, like, always a Steve or a George. Right. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. And if you are a Steve and a George and you're listening Sorry. to this, it's not you. <laughs> it's your kind. Right. <laughs> And I think everybody deals with it differently because I had I had it too. Yeah, yeah. But my way of dealing with it was put on the happy face, mm-hmm. be the silly, jump in, hyper, whatever, whatever type that you always are. Don't let me, <laughs> don't let people see that. Yeah, see your issue because I saw it as I saw it as a weakness. Oh, and people know this is what's going on with me. Yeah, so they're gonna be able to use that weakness against you, right? But so I had to look strong. I had to look like nothing can fade me. You can say what you want; it don't do nothing. But can't you say that's also a weakness? Always having to be strong all the time, because as women. We are made to be like, you have to be strong to handle all this. But just because I'm strong enough, strong enough for this doesn't mean I want to carry this. Right. And I think my biggest mistake with that is now everybody expects it from me. Yes. And now that, you know, there's times where it, it gets too much. Mm-hmm. And so when I break down or something like that, people are like, what? what? 
just get over it. like you know yeah. be strong like you always are yeah. just do it and like, you're like no. no it's not how it works that's it, not the process exactly and that's why on my on my facebook i try to surround myself with positive people mm-hmm. who are spreading positive news obviously bad news is going to go through the cracks but um i saw this post one time it's like check on your strongers because they're the ones who need you you know the most and it's true it's really true yeah. like the strong ones are holding like a dam and holding on yep. that water one crack it's all over. Mm-hmm. Like, we're flooding your houses and you right. will die. So, I mean, I feel like we need releases. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why we have this podcast. <laughs> right. So we can let y'all know <laughs> we are venting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But other than that, um, let's talk about our day. <laughs> Girl. Girl, let me tell you something. My day today was... <sighs> So let's let's talk about first what we do. So we both work in a um, we work we both work in the health industry. Yes, we do. Um, but we do things a little bit differently. Yes. Um, I work at the front desk, so I'm the first people that you see. I check you in, get all your information, give you whatever paperwork you need, and check you out. Yeah. <laughs> you do. So what I do is I mostly grab your vitals. So I am part of the nursing staff. Mm -hmm. So I grab your vitals, which is, if you don't know what vitals are, is that your blood pressures, your weight, your pulse and all that stuff. And then I go through with you with your medication, make sure that's correct. Uh, Your allergies are correct because if your medications are not correct, we want to make sure they are because if we give you medication, we don't want any contra interactions (laughs) or... Kind of sound smart, y'all. <laughs> or, or in basic layman's terms, I really just, we just don't want you to have you know anaphylaxis and mm-hmm. die. That's mm-hmm. one thing, and we want the medicine to work. So what I do after you see the front desk, I call you back, get you to a room, make sure you have everything you need. Maybe sometimes give you a flu vaccine, mm-hmm. which by the way, if it's flu season, yeah, get your shots, um, or give you other shots that the doctor may ask. And maybe prep you for a, if you're an outpatient, I'll prep you for a procedure. If you're inpatient, I mean, I'm not going to do much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do what I'm asked. Right. Um, but I, I mostly work in outpatient. Okay. So I don't know what a lot of inpatients do. And what made you want to do that? Like, what made you want to become a nurse? So... I don't want to make this a long story, <laughs> but it's not a pretty one. I can say that I only landed on this not because it's not the first thing I wanted to do. First okay. and foremost, I wanted to be a violinist that traveled around the world. Really? I took violin in middle school, by the way. Really? Yes. That's some the two years, years. I, I missed yeah. right there. The one that you left. So um, I wanted to be a violinist that got shut down okay. by my parents. My parents are East African. I am also East African. So they want you to be a nurse, doctor, a lawyer, or all three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 the last thing I wanted to do was be in the healthcare industry because I'm just like I didn't think of it as anything of a big deal for me. Right. I know I can do it and I can excel at it because right. I have a big heart and I love to take care of people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not the first thing you're gonna see me do. Right. And then they didn't want me to be a chef. They didn't want me to be an artist because I could draw. I could draw mm-hmm. a lot of anime style. Okay. I could paint. Can I do that now? I mean, I'm out of practice. Right. Um, I wanted to be in the music industry and the mm. art in- industry, 
But that got all shut down with parents who wanted me to have like a regular job. Yeah. And I finally landed as a nursing assistant at first. And I fell in love with it because of one person. Um, her name is Miss Green. Mm. I don't know if she's living right now, but during my classes, you know, we go to get our uh, clinical hours. Right. right. But at the end of CNA training. Mm-hmm. And she was the, we went to the critical care Alzheimer's unit because they have to dive you in. It, it's a scary to straight type of moment to make yeah. you know, like, if you want this field or not. Yeah. Um, obviously, you should really take that in account because if you really are, do not have the heart for this, yeah, really shouldn't. And so, I mean, she had advanced dementia. Okay. And um, when I went back the next day, um, we just wanted, me and my partner who was taking care of her the day before, um, which was in a horrendous place where she was living, mm. but that's besides the point. We're not going to talk about that or we're going to get really political. <laughs> but um, she looked at me straight in my eyes, not in my friend's eyes, because I stayed with her a little bit longer than I did with my actual um, partner. Mm. And um, she smiled at me. She could not speak. She could not do much. But all she did was look in my eyes. And you know, when they say the eyes are the windows of the soul, I could tell that she remembered me for a split second. Mm. And that's when I knew I wanted to be in the healthcare industry. And ever since then, I was a nursing assistant since I was 18. And then this year, I became a medical assistant. Mm-hmm. And I am working, living, and being happy. Why is my phone Oh, no, it's a notification for Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and now I'm a medical assistant, and I, I love my job, you know? Yeah. I, I, I love seeing patients. I love, I mean, and the thing about it is, I don't know why I chose the the special fields in within it, because I'm working with, like, you go straight from Alzheimer's to all the way to, like, advance you know different types of diseases and stuff like that right and it's like i should have just stayed in the middle <laughs> work with a lot of healthier people right but right. then i will get sick a lot so yeah. uh, so um then i decided you know i don't want to be just like a medical system forever i mean don't get me wrong they get they get paid too but for better security i think i should be a nurse yeah and if there's a lot of opportunities for nurses is traveling as well as teaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can real. I mean, don't get me wrong. A medical assistant t- can actually teach, but I, mean, I want to be versed in a lot of things. I yeah. like learning. Yeah, I sound like a nerd, but that's because I am a nerd. <laughs> no, and I and I totally get that because I've so my grandfather, my mom's dad, um, he's starting to his Alzheimer's is starting is starting to get him. Yeah, and it's very like you really don't as a person who hasn't gone through it you seriously don't know the feeling that some people get mm-hmm. when the person you love so much mm-hmm. doesn't remember who you are yeah like that's really like whoa you know yeah so i give props to the nurse sit there yeah. and We'll handle that. We'll go through everything that they go through. It's crazy. I'm telling you, the trials as a nursing assistant that I went through with... I worked in an assistant building at first. Mm -hmm. And then I got transferred to the lockdown unit. And when I said that it was a mix with women and men, we're getting thrown around. We have... Some days you walk in, you're going to fight. You're going to have to defend yourself. 
and other days it is the most blessed you have ever had. Time, yeah. And even the worst ones that are ugly to you, mm-hmm. they have a like a slip second of like, I don't know, like their their mental state is so good where it is so clear, and it's just like they're human again. Yeah. But yeah. they're it's not like they can help it, which is what a lot of people have to remind themselves. So when I see a lot of um what's it called again articles yeah that come out with people being so rude to this woman like, they can't help what's going on i've seen pictures of, of an alzheimer's brain compared mm, to a regular, a regular one yeah when i tell you that that's the reason why they act the way they do it puts it in perspective yeah you have so many you see you've never seen like cheese with like holes in it yeah like the swiss cheese yeah mm-hmm. that's an alzheimer's brain that is why because the passages of like communication that's trying to go everywhere you have those holes it's like it's like a black hole it's not going through yeah so when they're acting the way they're acting it's like (coughs) excuse me y'all um you went through the wrong pipe that's what you said um you know it's it's i mean it's sad and I really am thankful for the families that actually respect us. Mm-hmm. A lot of other families do not. I know it's crazy, but no, they do not. Yeah. And I'm thankful for the experience it has taught me. It has humbled me. Um, I don't think I'm better than anybody else. And I love serving others because of it. But I wish people had that humbleness too. But I'm glad they don't because then they'll be in this field too. Yeah. It's already competitive yeah. enough. Oh, yeah, it is. And so that's, you're actually doing with what my dad wanted me and my sisters to do. Yeah. So, um, what he also told you where she's from. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. So I'm I'm the Latina one. Uh huh. I'm Puerto Rican Honduran. Uh huh. Uh, my mom's Puerto Rican. My dad's Honduran. Everybody thinks that that's a weird mix because it's two aggressive places. Aggressive. <laughs> Mixed into one. So it's not just African American women and Afro Latino women who no. are aggressive. Latinos can be aggressive too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> so my dad wanted my dad wanted us to go into either so one of two things. Yeah, nurses. Uh huh. Or if you wanted to go more, be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, or going to the National Guard. Hmm. Wasn't doing that. <laughs> Why? Because. Okay, so I don't know if this is true. So my military people, please don't get mad. <laughs> um, but I've heard that yes, it is true. They yell in people's faces during uh, basic. No, you're not yelling in my face. <laughs> no, and that's where the Latino right. Is. That's that's where the aggressiveness comes from. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. You're not. I'm. I'm seriously. I'm not gonna last a day because the moment you yell, you can punch your face. What? No. <laughs> like dropping your twenty. Who? Your halitosis in my face. <laughs> I need to go brush some teeth. <laughs> smell it. The back of your throat stinks. Okay. Right. That's why my, you know, and I've had a long life. My my mom's side of the family, they've all been military. Yeah. Um, my grandfather's a veteran. Yeah. So I respect my military people. Yeah. To heart. I do. And y'all got some strong patience. To go through yeah. all of that mm-hmm. and you know keep doing it back kid. no you gotta know your skills and which <laughs> I'm not good at that that ain't one of my skills <laughs> oh, oh, oh my let me drink my tea my throat child <laughs> woo so 
I said no. I went to school for criminal justice. Yeah. It was, and it still is slightly what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch a lot <clears throat> of criminal justice movies, oh, yeah. um, CSI Miami, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I loved all of that. And yes, I know it's not like that. What you see in the show is not how it is in real life. Yeah, I know that. Um, but also, we used to, my parents used to look at the news and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you'll be, you know, you'll see this person shot this person. Yeah. Or, excuse me, this person kidnapped these people and he got caught. Mm-hmm. My question was more, why? Why did you, why did you think it was okay to take this person's life? Yeah, yeah. Why did you think it was okay to kidnap these people? For what reason? Mm-hmm. And that's always something that I wanted to know. I wanted to know how they got caught. Mm-hmm. When you questioned him, what did he say? Mm-hmm. Why he did what he did? Was he remorseful or was he, he didn't care? See, that sounds more like um, criminology. Like yeah. That and when you're criminology going in with psychiatry. Yeah. So I feel like you would thrive in like SVU. Um, yeah. Just in those that, shows. That like kind profiling. Of, right, right. So that's where that, you know, criminal justice comes in. Yeah. You remember, because, oh, no, it's not criminal justice. It's criminal minds. Yes. That show, mm-hmm. I loved that show. So that's what we're I'm not going to talk about how some more and more <laughs> literally had that <laughs> bad wig, okay? <laughs> Why dare you put him in some freaking break? What wig? Shamar Moore, you never saw it? I don't remember that. She about to pull it up. Let me go on my phone. Okay. She about to pull it up. Um... So that's what I wanted to do. I started that. Um, didn't finish it. And uh, then was back and forth into all these, you know, random jobs, call centers, all this stuff. Um, I got into the health industry because I took a phlebotomy class, uh-huh. which I love phlebotomy. So I've always been, it's kind of weird, but I've always been the type of person where I don't like shots. Yeah. But if you want to take blood, I'm all for it. Yeah. Like, I find it really cool where, you know, to see the blood go through the tube. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, that's what I want to do. So I took the class, passed it, got my national certification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, started working at Red Cross. I love that job. <laughs> not the people oh um drama <laughs> you have to you have to know how to handle a place like that in order to make it function um it wasn't in criminal minds but it, he had the wig in one of the Madea movies yes this was this, this is was um um <laughs> sorry jesus oh i need more tea girl what movie was this? It was a Medea movie. Is, is it, um, it's not I Can Do Bad All By Myself. It's like, oh, Diary of a Mad, a mad yes, Black Woman. That one. I love that show. I love that movie, but that hairline. <laughs> First of all, it hit his forehead. <laughs> he had a, an inch, a 74 inch screen TV forehead, and it covered half of it. I don't think so. But anyway, back to your story. <laughs> <laughs> but he was still fine. I was still licking that. Oh, girl. I'm so done. I'm married. <laughs> you married now. I can't say that. He ain't listening. Out loud. Out loud. <laughs> <laughs> He's like shaking my head. Right. <laughs> so I did that for a while. Uh-huh. Um, 
now working at Red Cross is a lot of work. It's very, very hectic, a lot of back and forth, a lot of carrying heavy stuff. Yeah. So I found that I was pregnant. Um, because I had preeclampsia with my first child, mm-hmm. they always say if you have it with your second or third, it gets even worse. Yeah. So I was very cautious about it. So because of that, you know, I was like, okay, I can't work here anymore. I have to go. Mm-hmm. Um, then... I left, I think I was out for like a year maybe, mm-hmm. um, and then I went back, and I was supposed to go back into the industry, because we work for the same company, of but course. different departments. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to go back to do phlebotomy, mm-hmm. but where we work requires like a two-year experience. Yeah. Um, so, they had told me, just get in. Mm-hmm. Once you're in, you can go anywhere you want to go. Yeah. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I got in. I was a patient service associate, which is what we call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I loved it. Yeah. Um, and now you're just stuck there. And now I'm stuck there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just, I like what I do. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining. Yeah. Um, I work with pediatrics, mm-hmm. which, you know, has stuff in there. <laughs> of course, because you're surrounded by snot-nosed, adorable Oh yeah, they're very cute. Gonna go far, like like they're ugly or anything. But kids can be ugly. I'm tired of the saying the kids are all cute. Not all kids are cute. I'm sorry. Some look like the butt side of potato. <laughs> uh, I, Me and my sister made a pact uh-huh. to tell each other if our baby was ugly, like for real, for real, on a hundred percent, no shade. Just look at the baby. He's ugly. He's not ugly. Whatever. Because. You know how people, even though they're ugly, they'd be like, oh, they're so cute. Or they'd yeah. be like, bless their heart. No. No, bless their heart in the countryside means the F you. Right. <laughs> I, mm-mm. I need you to tell me my baby look cute. He look ugly. So. But regardless, my baby cute. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's like whether you think he ugly or not, my mm-hmm. baby's still cute. Right. Everybody. Love is blind. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I just got off from like a really serious relationship. Thanks for the tangent. Right. For the way to for me to explore my open wound. Right. Uh, <laughs> so like talking about love is blind is very serious. I feel like because you know me for so long mm-hmm. and you've seen me go through many upon many relationships. Right. I am not a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I am just a woman. Right. <laughs> but um, there's one specific relationship. That, that I've seen you go back and forth with. Yeah. Talk yeah. about toxic on the highest level. Right. <sighs> he shall not be named. So we're going to call him Fantasia. Fantasia. Just kidding. <laughs> so, like, I've known this guy. I've dated him on and off since high school. And, like, I... The relationship that you see me through, um, of, oh my goodness, in and out since high school, mm-hmm. and toxic AF, like yeah. hashtag never happening again. <laughs> but this time it was a bit different. We got back together. I think it's a, it was it was more different because you guys were older. Yeah, and I finally gave him the punani. So <laughs> she said I, the punani. I I so fun fact. I didn't start having sex. With, I started having sex when I was twenty three, mm-hmm. which 
Bye. Other people's standards is great, and my standards like wow, I got old. What? Oh, <laughs> nah, but um, that's a different story we're gonna talk about because that that is a funny story how I lost it. I'm sorry, <laughs> it was hilarious. But um, this guy, I mean, for years and years, been leading me along, mm-hmm. telling me that he loves me. Obviously, we're kids, so love means sex, right. not real love. And looking back now, I think that I should have like, I don't know, open up my eyes. Instead mm-hmm. of my freaking heart, because I'm such a romantic. Yeah, and his actions were like, "I don't want you." They were screaming at me, saying, "Yeah, leave me alone." But his words were like, "But I love you." Right. <laughs> it's like laced with marijuana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gosh, guys. But I, oh my goodness. I mean, it was very toxic. He would tell me he loved me, and then there was a period where we stopped talking, we stopped hanging out. And that's when he ended up getting a baby mama. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, you are one, so. <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> just kidding. That's, a, that's another one that we're going to have to talk about. <laughs> but, like, he had a baby mama. And I'm sorry. Baby mama's out here. You got to find the right baby mama, though. That's the issue. A lot of these men aren't finding the correct baby. Like, nobody. Okay. First of all, nobody goes looking for a baby mama no go right but y'all need to stop having sex with these ratchet women out here <laughs> you had to catch yourself what i mean y'all know from the beginning you know the type of woman she is exactly you know what she's about and you know if you would have kids and y'all don't end up together what would happen see that's the thing i told him that's like i when i was asking was like, do you honestly think if you end up in a relationship Mm-hmm. Like a very serious mm-hmm. relationship. Let's say you get married. Right. Do you honestly think that she would let you see the kids? Right. And he was like, no, my baby, I chose a really good baby mama. And all that. My friends even told me, and this is the kicker. He told me his friends told him, she's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. He said, no, she's not going to be crazy. <laughs> because I know her. The oh, look I gave <laughs> my phone at that moment was like, She's intimidated by me, and she's never met me. So that should be a key indicator. Yeah. Indicator. 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 That she's fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry, but she's never met me, yet she's intimidated and scared for, about my presence. Yeah. The only thing he's told her is that I'm the one that got away. With... Well, yeah. Which, Which will I, scare you, I guess. Yeah. But for me, I'm just like, if she's the one that got away, let her stay away. Right. I'm here now, so let's keep it moving. Right. So, the past is the past. But she keeps bringing up my name. She kept... <laughs> which is kind of funny. And it's not really... It's not really you. It's just she's so... Self-conscious. Yeah. yeah. And her self-esteem for herself is so low Yeah. that... She's not confident enough to be able to keep him. And that's where the issue becomes. But the thing is, I also don't want to blame her as well. Because we do a lot of blaming of the women. Oh, I want to yeah. blame him too. Because he didn't make her feel safe. He right. cheated on her too. Look, I mean, don't go. get me wrong. She cheated on him. But he also cheated on her. Yeah, I mean, they both did it wrong. Yeah, they were both wrong for each other. And there were, and she's like three years younger than the, me and him. Mm. She's in the early, early 20s. So we're looking like, she's still a kid. Yeah. And now she has two kids, one with two baby daddies. 
and she's like, first of all, I don't even understand. I asked him, like, did you ever ask him why they never stayed together? Did you ever have a man-to-man conversation? And he told me, like, some story about how he walked away. He just didn't want to deal with her. But did he tell you why? Right. Because, I'm sorry, there's, she could tell you one thing, but you need to hear the other side. You gotta hear the other story. And sometimes you need to see for yourself. But mm-hmm. he believed her. And then now he sees her for who she is. And he literally has been in my phone. And this is before I've cut him off, like, completely. Um, he'd be screaming that I can't believe I'm stuck with her for the rest of the 18 years for these kids. On you chose that, that, buddy. You chose that. I keep telling you, you chose that. And the, and the funny thing, well, it's not funny, it's just very sad. It's like, he could have had a bad bitch. <laughs> Non-committal. Right. <laughs> Helped him with his career. Anyway, true. Not copyright. <laughs> like, no. But, but yes, but at the same time, at the same time, I'm talking to my, my moms out there that yeah. do this kind of crap. Because I'm mom too. Yeah. Y'all need to get y'all stuff together. This is not okay for you guys to bring in your kids into an issue that is between you and the baby's father. Exactly. If you if he does not want to be with you, those kids, you cannot use your children to force him to stay in something that you guys, that he doesn't want to be in. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that for the better of these kids, you guys need to get along. Mm-hmm. You need to be happy. What makes you think that you might be like, oh, he needs to stay with me because I have his kids and I don't no, care if he's not happy. Like and I'm going to be happy even if he, even if he's not happy. But deep down, you want somebody to actually love you for you. Yes. And appreciate for you know appreciate you for you, not just because, oh, I got to stay here for the kids. No. You mm-hmm. should never want someone who has a stipulation in love. Love has no conditions. Right. I have to love you because of X, Y, and Z. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. When I say I love you, I love you wholeheartedly. What you have with your kids are extra. Right. It's something that I'm adding on to my life and I'm adding on purposely to love. Mm -hmm. Not to, like, use against you. Kids are not pawns. Right. They're not dreams. These are gifts from God. I don't know who else believes in God out there. I'm not trying to offend anybody who doesn't believe in God or anything. But what I believe in is that kids are gifts from God. Mm -hmm. And you do not mess with that. Yeah. You want to cherish. I mean, even if, like, think about it like this. Okay, so you, you, you guys loved each other because at some point you guys loved each other. Yeah, yeah. You loved each other in that moment of love that you guys had. Mm-hmm. You guys created something so beautiful together. Right. Why would you use that to hurt him? And not even that. It is so. They never asked to be born. That's it. I never asked my mama to come and say, hey, yo, bro, from the other side of the Lord, like, hey, yo, put me, daddy, get me out of your ball sack, put it in my mama's vagina. Because I want to come. And I, <laughs> like, nobody asked to be born. Yeah. It was yeah. just there. So, yeah. like, for real. And another thing is some of these dads actually do want to be in their kids' lives. Yeah, exactly. But oh because God. of the way that the mom's acting, the kids will never know that. And the, the real question is, are all dads actual deadbeats? Or is actually the moms making them that way? Are they controlling the storyline? Which I don't want to be anti feminist No, no, no. It's true. There are actually people out there who are deadbeat moms. 
mm-hmm. and deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that. Because it's not just that. It's not just that. And it's and deadbeat doesn't have to be also financial. It could be you not giving the love to your kids. Yeah. Because there's other people out there. I'm going to give Peter as an example. <laughs> the rapper. Oh, okay. You know he has six baby mamas? Really? Yeah. And he doesn't. And he's just like such a poor person. Like he's rich as hell. But he's a poor person of emotional um, connection. Mm. He literally went to the judge recently to tell them, can you shut my new baby mama up because she got pregnant? Like, he's talking all this stuff online. Like, he... <laughs> it's all in pop culture, guys. I'm, ju- I'm just paraphrasing, but that's what happens. So, that's crazy. Yeah, but comparing Future and whatever his life is going on to my actual ex, He's a wonderful father. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The way we would FaceTime because we have Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, Apple stocks are us. It's like he's a wonderful father. We would FaceTime the way he would act with his kids yeah. and the way, like, I've been around him mm-hmm. where it's this ultimate joy. And to know that he is so scared of losing his kids that he purposely damaged our relationship yeah. forever. And sometimes that to do that, and it's so sad to see them go through it because he's because, so yeah, he's scared to lose his kids, so he would rather. And I think this is if if there's parent like dads out there that do this, mm-hmm. I think that is the biggest selfless thing you could ever do for your yeah. children is push away your happiness to be somewhere where you don't want to be, mm-hmm. just for them. Exactly. You know, fake it till you make it. <laughs> Because that's probably what he found, you know, fake that he loved the baby's mom, fake all that, because he really doesn't. He doesn't want to be there. But for his kids, because he knows the type of woman he has, mm-hmm. he's going to be there because he wants to see his kids. And, and, I mean, we went on a vacation together this year. And the thing about it is, like, when I lost my virginity, which, by the way, is going to be a different tangent, I promise we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> but um, it wasn't to him. This mm-hmm. guy is my actual sweetheart mm-hmm. from high school. So, um, when we, we never consummated in our relationship. Mm -hmm. So I never gave it up in high school when we used to get back together during college. None of that. Mm -hmm. It isn't until (laughs) now that this time in our life that I gave him everything. I decided, you know, let me show him who I really am. And maybe if I... Do not withhold. Maybe it's going to work. And mm-hmm. for a while it did. Obviously, using sex as a way to get somebody is not good. That's a toxic trait. Don't do that. Yeah. So it just hurts everybody. But I wanted to finally tell him, you can have all of me if you give me all of you. And the, sad, the saddest part is that I, when I gave myself, he only gave me a crown. Right. So for him to do all that, and I mean... And dealing with his baby mama. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, having an amazing weekend with him to the trip, with, I should have never went. But I learned my lesson. Right. <laughs> um, and then to come back and be told, like, we have to break up. It was hard. It was hard. It was hard. Because I'm just like, we're finally in an area together where we can be together. Yeah. Like, we can finally, like, okay, no more games. Yeah. Let's be adults. We're together. Mm-hmm. And we're in bliss, happiness. He's getting promotions at work. I'm doing great at work. I mean, he's 
he is not a person who comes to work happy. He looks like grumpy. Yeah. Every single day. But then for the last three months, he has coworkers telling him, wow, you look great. You look like you actually sleep. You look so happy. Yeah. And for your managers to even consider giving you like a promotion because they see a change in your attitude. Right. And then to push me away, like I wasn't the light that brought you there. Which by the way, that's very offensive. <laughs> um, uh, just for that, I mean, it broke me. Yeah. It really did. And this, oh my God. I mean, I cried so many times. It's only been a few months since then. But I mean, I couldn't even watch porn without crying. Girl, <laughs> and it was. I'm not trying to be dramatic. Yeah, I'm being yeah. real. Like I watch porn, and I was just like, "Yes, men, ladies watch porn." <laughs> and I was like, I would cry. Yeah, because sex to me is not just physical; it's emotional. Right. right. And I was like, "Man, screw this! I'm just gonna be a hoe. Couldn't touch nobody." <laughs> it just don't work for you and me because I'm that way too I'm not I have to be in a relationship mm-hmm. in order for me to even think about being with somebody yeah, yeah. and even then it's still like um it's still hard so <laughs> but I totally get you I think um Sam hates your dog yeah <laughs> yeah um, it's not, it's not like we can detach our hearts from sex. Right. But right. can, like, if I'm, like, when I have sex with somebody, it's more of a connection. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just tears me open. For the ones who can do without, you know, getting feelings, probably tips. Right. I don't do that. First of all, you can't even ask. You married now. That's true. What? <laughs> I need to. Okay. But, like, but you know, every once in a while, you might give it a little spice and just yeah, do it with no emotions. Get it, get it. Yeah, girl. <laughs> but like for um, I couldn't do it, and it's been a few months. I went through a, a bit of a little therapy session mm-hmm. where I had to look within myself, mm-hmm. and I had to block him on everything, and finally not. Go back to all the little ways that I could probably get back. So um, I'm very happy now. I mean, it's only been a few months. I'm still in pains here and there. Yeah, and I'm still working through it. Mm-hmm. But looking back, the way, oh my god, the healthy way that I decided to approach this, so much better. First off, yeah, I can breathe. I can talk to other people, which okay. I currently am, and I don't feel guilty. Because at first I was feeling guilty because I'm like, is it, am I moving way too fast, mm. or if am I using them? So I took a break from certain people that I was talking to, and I, you know, just like bye bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted. I realized I wasn't using them, and I love talking to them. That's good. And um, at the moment right now, if it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, I'm happy that I'm... Either way. Excuse me. I'm exploring. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was unladylike, but I don't have to be ladylike. <laughs> why, why you flip your hair? <laughs> While I flip my blonde weed, which, by the way, I got a new wig. This is the wig of the day. <laughs> the wig of the week. That's what, that's what we do now. Well, the wig of the week. Whereas, okay, so it's platinum blonde, and I've never done platinum blonde. I've only done, like, 
uh, orangey blonde with okay. brown highlights. I've always done that because I was basic. <laughs> now I gotta look like Storm had, you know, inches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My weave ain't. I mean, it ain't hard except for soft. <laughs> I don't even. I can't even join you in this conversation. <laughs> Because I'm having it by myself. <laughs> well, I'm petting myself on my head. <laughs> nah, but I have I, natural hair. <laughs> like, I don't. Underneath this hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, oh. Yeah, so that's us. That's been going on for a couple years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, um, we, I'm so glad it's over, though. Mm-hmm. And I know you're glad it's over. Because you were tired. I'm so tired of listening to it. Right, like over and over, like he broke my heart. I'm back with him. Oh my god! Like the first time when I we first re- rekindled our relationship again, yeah. Um, which is me and her over there. And then I told her, oh, two weeks later. So guess who's in my life again? Yes. <laughs> and and she died. This is that's exactly how she would come. So she would she would we would stop talking or I'd go to separate ways. And this is what I like about our relationship is we can stop talking for a while and then come back and actually. Dude, dude we stopped talking for years. True. <laughs> and then you would come in and you'd be like, you know, we would catch up, catch each other up on all this stuff. And you'd be like, so guess who's back in my life? And I'm like, oh, Lord. She's like, I wish you would just come back by yourself. <laughs> like, just, like, why don't you have to bring him along? Like, bring, keep your baggage back. Like a leech. <laughs> Sucking my soul out. Right. But he's the mad. Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am very hot. Just kidding. I'm cold. Um, you are hot. I am hot, like physically. There you go. But like emotionally, I'm cold at the moment. Yeah. I don't want nobody. Uh, 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 uh. Yes, I do pop. I do start singing out of random times, and it's, it's who I am. If you don't love it, you are gonna have to. Oh yes, yes! <laughs> I'm rubbing off of her. Next, you know, we're gonna lay her edges. Oh my what? god! Yes, hate on my oh. edges, bro. <laughs> They're there. We just gotta, you know, get them in there. Which, by the way, I did her makeup for her date with her husband. Um, was it a week ago? Yeah, it, it was, was Friday. Friday. That's yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. It's been a week. Jesus, time flies <laughs> when you are too busy. Um, and how did that go? You never told me, like, if you ended up having getting compliments or anything. Yeah, so, okay. Um, obviously, I'm married to a dude, don't worry. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's kind of obvious. So, we went to uh, Magianos. Uh huh. I think oh, that's how you say it. Magianos, he got money. <laughs> <laughs> so, we went there, um, and then the lady. My husband went first. Uh-huh. <laughs> My husband went first, and he got the seat because we were running late. Uh-huh. Um, and then I parked the car, went back inside, and I told him who I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And a stud took me up to where we were. Uh-huh. And she showed me where he was. And then while she was, like, quickly leaving, she was like, you look good, by the way. And then she walked away. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> See, I told you. Yes. So I so guess what? So the thing was, she texted me that Friday, like I think I was getting closer to the end of work. And she was like, Winnie, can you do me a favor? And I'm thinking, oh Jesus, what is it? Because <laughs> every time anybody asks you for a favor, I'm like, 
my wallets are dry. <laughs> like, don't have to put money. I get some money. <laughs> so she's like, I just need my makeup done. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then um, I forgot that I get off at 430. And then. Oh, is that why? Yeah. So I was. Because I really was expecting you there by like four. No. <laughs> I get off at 430. Oh. <laughs> And then I have to wait for my bus to take me to my parking lot because That's right because you yeah cause and away. then I had to go away to Carbro because I work two jobs I'm on I'm still a nursing assistant and a medical assistant so I go all the way to like a different town for like my not for my interview for my um I just sit down with my managers for them to rate me for the year mm. so I got good your eval my evaluation my yearly evaluation mm-hmm. I didn't know why I forgot that word. <laughs> But it's probably because it's uh, 1029 and I'm old. <laughs> and I'm shutting down. Because we're only 25. Oh, <laughs> Got gray hair underneath this wig. Anyways. So then I did that and then I'm calling her. I'm like, hey, I just finished my eval. I am on the way there. I'm not that far because the job wasn't actually far from where she lived. It was only far from my other job where I was traveling from. And um... Sorry, we're having a little disturbance with our camera guy over there. Yes, guys, we have cameras. Cool. <laughs> so, like, um, I go to her house, but before that, I'm calling her. I'm like, hey, yo, I'm on a 30, I'm doing 65 on a 35. Get everything out, get yourself together. I walk in. <laughs> Her husband is in the shower, yet she's not in the shower. Nope. All she did was clean her face and put on the like moisturizers. So I'm like, but you have dinner reservations at seven thirty. So and I really was thinking, I, I like no lie, I was like, okay, she washed my face, she'll do my makeup, she'll do my hair. I hop in the shower. I don't know why. Why would thought, you get in the shower? I don't know why I thought that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it, I mean, it, it it was a little bit rushing and it was really annoying. But, 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 but it was really good. Like, uh, what she did not know is that I do, like, when I do makeup, I uh, literally take almost two hours. So, well, that's what she did not know. So, while I was teaching her how I do makeup, it was pretty cool. Um, we did her makeup. She looked good. And then I had an outfit, because I was supposed to be going out that night, but I had, my plans got canceled. So, I still had my outfit. We didn't know we were the same size. I just brought it, and mm-hmm. I just gave her, she wore it. I gave her some styling tips. Curled her hair. Her, her husband was very, very, very pleased <laughs> at my work because, girl, I chiseled her cheeks. I beat that face with an AK-47. And what? It was great. Okay, that blender, real quick. And I- Morphe blender. Nope. It wasn't the dog a- ate that one. Yeah. It was the beauty blender. <laughs> Shout out to Morphe. <laughs> Please send me another one. <laughs> but you work at Ulta. I do. Which I, by the way, I need um forty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> when I get that one, I'll let you know. <laughs> but um, so I beat that face, and um, and it wasn't that hard. I mean, all for all my beauty geeks out there, um, if you don't know what beat that face means, it's because we take the beauty blender or the brush and literally we, pounce yeah. on the face. But it doesn't feel like you know little cotton balls. We literally beat. Our face. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> exactly. Because if you don't blend that stuff, I'm sorry, for the girls who do not blend in the neck, you look retarded. Yep. Please. So, one day I was doing it. I was. 
One day I was blending, and you know that I forgot to blend around my chin? What? And I didn't realize it until I was halfway into work, and I looked in the mirror to be like, oh, do I look cute? And I'm like, oh, I can see my skin. Because <laughs> um, we don't, first of all, for all the men out there, we don't wear makeup for you. We wear makeup for our girlfriends to tell us that we look cute. I'm sorry. Morphe, AK-47. <laughs> first of all, I don't know my brushes. I can see that. So I use this meme where this guy tried to explain what we use. And he's oh. like, why do you guys always say that makeup is like these dangerous bombs? Like, I'm using my Morphe AK-47 Time Bomb 45. And it's on it. <laughs> like, I, men don't understand. But the men who do understand, thank you. Thank you. If you guys don't use your Morphe 510 for highlighting, I don't know what's wrong with your life. And if you just use a generic brush because you're not about that. Like, like, I love makeup and I beat my face and I'm really good at it. But if you see me actually saying, like, on a tutorial, I'm using my Morphe 25-6. That's not real. Okay? <laughs> That's not me. I'm not... I'm not that person. Like I be, I, I she looked about, them up and just said, "Okay, yeah, this one looks similar to it." Yeah, no, I'm literally like, I go to Walmart, see brushes. There's five in a pack, and I take no. it. No, but Morphe is the look. Morphe, no, no, no. Okay, so you know, okay, literally, I had this lady. Uh huh. She went and got a brush from, um, ABH. Yeah. Brush was twenty five bucks. First of all, I did buy a fifty dollar brush for my mom the, from Sephora. The brush and just the brush alone. Yeah, yeah. You know what I can get with twenty five dollars at Morphe? I know Morphe is very good and color and the quality is good and um, color pop is great. Yep. Their pigments on their oh my god their palettes and their in color pops color pop oh my god and, and they make such good colors. And everything, and sorry guys, our equipment team over here is making noise. <laughs> Men, when you put them together. Right. <laughs> Destruction. But yeah, I mean, yeah, so that's the makeup part of our lifestyle. Make, we have to make a topic for makeup. Oh yeah, it's like, beat that face. <laughs> right. <laughs> topic, beating the face. <laughs> so our podcast will be more structured than this. This is just for you to introduce. First, introduce ourselves. Yeah. And talk yeah. about a little bit of our lives and mm-hmm. just for you guys to see how we really are, really. How we work, yeah. And then us for us to get a little bit more comfortable with these, these mics. Yeah, because um, uh, this is take number five. <laughs> We've tried this like 20. We, I think we did five takes of just the first part. Yeah. Um, literally because I introducing. Our name. Yeah. <laughs> yep, she forgot it. And then she would say her name. And then. She would say, my co-host is... And I would just look at her crickets. Because <laughs> I forget. Yeah. Because I forgot what mine was. She looked was. at me like I was going to tell her name. Nah, make up your own right. name. <laughs> she made up mine, and I should have been a better friend to, like... make Yeah, make, make up mine. <laughs> but why? <laughs> but why, though? Right. But, um, yeah, um, this is us. Um, we're going to be coming to you once a week. We don't know what that date is. You'll get more structure as we get more structure. <laughs> but she's a full-time mom, full-time worker. Mm-hmm. I am a full-time student, full-time mm-hmm. worker. And you will get this once a week. <laughs> right. For now, we're going to say once a week. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, and it'll be more structured and everything. So uh, thank you for joining us. This is um, Hot Sauce Packet. <laughs> I forgot my name. I forgot my name. <laughs> and my co-host, Crickets. <laughs> Haitian Persuasion. There you go. Haitian Persuasion of the Asian Atlantic. <laughs> Exactly. And this Port. was the unapologetic Afro Latina. Mm-hmm. I, I, I. <laughs> Bye.